Hello, and welcome back to the Words That Reach podcast, where we think and speak our higher self into existence. This episode stems from a realization that I had this week about the feeling of pain, and more specifically, that pain is a portal. And before delving into what is meant by pain is a portal, I would like to insert a quick disclaimer about the type of pain that I'm referring to in this episode. It's obvious, <clears throat> well, needed to clear my throat there. It would be very difficult to define pain comprehensively, and so it may be easier to define it by excluding certain types of extreme pain, such as grief, mourning, loss, perhaps serious illness, those sorts of things that are just quite extreme um, and feel very much outside of our control. I wouldn't say that this episode is targeted towards that type of pain. It is more so targeted towards feelings of general unpleasantness in our life, perhaps experiences or situations that cause feelings of sadness, regret, anger, resentment, stress, anxiety, um, things that are generally within our control and can be shifted based on altering our perception or strategic mindset shifts or the types of mindset reprogramming that I will be talking about today. So the general consensus is that pain is suffering and oftentimes when we do experience pain and suffering, we may say things like, I wish this wasn't happening, why is this happening to me, I wish this could just all be over, I wish I could go back in time, um, I wish they didn't do that to me, I wish I didn't do that to them. The list is endless. But hear me out, okay? Pain, yes, pain is suffering, but it doesn't only have to be suffering. In fact, I'm quite confident that by the end of this episode, you would have found evidence in your own life that pain is not only suffering, but it is also growth, resilience, strength, knowledge, wisdom, gratitude, appreciation, I could also go on forever about that. So for the remainder of this episode, we are going to work on reprogramming how we think and feel in relation to the concept of pain. In particular, we are going to cover five new core beliefs about pain. In other words, starting now, we are going to view pain through a different lens. The first new core belief is Pain creates contrast to allow for the existence of good. I think that as humans in our quest for happiness and to feel joy and to feel good, we tend to forget that pain is actually necessary for us to feel the positive things in life. It's necessary because it creates contrast from those good things. It amplifies those good things. It creates space for the positive things. And so I have a question for you. What are some things in your life that you now appreciate or enjoy because of a painful experience? I'll give you an example for me. One thing that I actually enjoy most of the time <laughs> is working from home. So 
Um, my first job in law was a full-time office job where I would commute five days a week and travel an hour and a half each way. So I'd be on a train for three hours each day. And so having transitioning to the experience of being able to also work from home um, in subsequent jobs has completely changed my life. Um, and a lot of that, I would say, was attributable to the pandemic and how much the world changed post-pandemic. Um, but yes, sometimes I, of course, like my job still, my nine to five still stresses me out here and there. But a lot of the time, I have moments where I sit there and I'm in disbelief about the fact that I can walk a few steps from <laughs> my bed to my desk and start working. I can then on my lunch break do my laundry or during my lunch break I can cook lunch or when I log off I can cook dinner and not eat out of a plastic container most days of the week um, <laughs> and eat microwaved food like I can actually have hot meals, I can have a hot breakfast, those sorts of things. Having experienced years of not doing that and then being able to do that is just I know for a fact I would not have appreciated this lifestyle this much if I didn't go through the suffering of working in, a, in, in an office so far away from home. Completely life-changing and, and I have such immense gratitude for it that w when I pray, when I pray to God, I still, I still thank him for being able to work from home. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that, that's just one little example for me. But for you, I mean, I'm sure there are things that you can think about in your own life that you actually had a newfound appreciation for because of some painful or inconvenient ex experience. Or maybe you, you experienced not having it and then having it again was just it had a lot more value the next time around. Or have you, and this is also speaking from personal experience, but have you ever been sick with the flu or with food poisoning and then thought about all the things that you just wish you could do and procrastinated doing when you weren't sick? <laughs> okay, so our second new core belief is pain is a sign that you are outside of your comfort zone. Have you ever push yourself to do something or have you ever pursued something and then because you feel pain you think it's a reason to not go ahead with it I mean it's a complete natural instinct for our body to stop what we're doing or refrain from doing something that's painful even if it may be good for us over the long term I'll give you some examples so have you ever started a new job and just felt immense anxiety at how foreign the situation is and then you, you might find yourself thinking oh I shouldn't have left my le I shouldn't have left my previous job um, I was much comfortable back then I shouldn't have done this I regret this no no you do not regret this you did the right thing you there is a reason why you left that previous situation and the only reason why you're feeling pain now is because you're outside of your comfort zone. It's only a matter of time. And if you push through, it's only a matter of time until it becomes familiar to you. 
until it starts to feel good, until you start to reap the rewards of the challenge that you persisted through. Another quick example is fitness. So one of my recent goals in the gym has been to improve my cardiovascular endurance. So most of my fitness journey has been solely based on weightlifting and gaining strength, that sort of thing, gaining muscle, and I completely neglected my cardio. And so in recent months, I've started to pick up running and jogging and just very slow running, and it hurts. It hurts. But when that run starts to become challenging, I say to myself, amazing, this is a sign that I'm doing something that my body is not used to doing. And so if I'm doing it and if I persist through it and I finish this run and I finish this workout, I would have done something that either my body hasn't done before or my body is just simply not used to doing. And so when this starts to become easier, it means I've gotten stronger, I've improved my cardio cardiovascular endurance, I've simply grown. Our third new core belief is most suffering actually comes from the avoidance of pain. This is a really important one because this is something that I've started to apply relatively recently and has probably had one of the most profound impacts on how I carry out carry out <laughs> my tasks day to day. So how often do we avoid things? How often do you find yourself avoiding something to feel better, but the, the very act of avoiding the thing has actually made you feel worse? It's just really ironic that our tendency to avoid comes from our desire to feel good and feel better in the moment, but nine times out of ten, the consequential outcome is the complete opposite. We feel completely worse, so we feel regret. We feel like we don't like ourselves, and sometimes we end up completely hating ourselves for putting it off. I mean, the reality is if you've set a task for yourself and you avoid it, ultimately what you'll end up with is you still have to do the task, but now you have less time, you have less energy, you now have the separate challenge of trying to push through the negative emotions that you've created for yourself simply by trying to avoid it. Now, there is so much self-development content out there about how to beat procrastination and confession. I'm probably one of those people that has consumed all of it, <laughs> especially throughout my university years and my, my studying. I was in a constant battle of trying to beat procrastination. And there are numerous strategies out there like setting yourself a timer or creating a list or rewarding yourself with your favorite snack or chocolate along the way or those sorts of things. Um, very superficial. Uh, there are a lot of tactics out there for beating procrastination that I find to simply attack the surface but don't really acknowledge the power of altering our belief system about procrastination and avoidance. So it wasn't until my late 20s, which is what I'm in now, that I realized that avoidance doesn't make us feel better. It actually makes us feel far worse. 
I'll give you some examples. So when it came to pursuing a passion project outside of my nine to five, aka Words That Reach and this podcast, I, when I first started sort of brainstorming what I wanted to do and consuming content related to this area, for example, you know, how to start a podcast, podcasting equipment, how to create a website, how to find my passion project area and like the the topic areas that I like to cover, all those sorts of things. It wasn't easy. It was very challenging, actually. It was very foreign to me because for essentially all of my life, I had been a standard person with you know, an, an employee with a job. I, <laughs> I hadn't really done much outside of that. And so doing something related to my passion was surprisingly very foreign and very challenging um, based on my current skill set. And so if I told myself, oh, this is too challenging, this is, you know, too painful, if I just focused on avoiding the pain, I never would have done it and I never would have gone through with it and so time would have passed anyway the those months of doing that would have passed anyway and I would have looked at it and I would have been in the same position of only having a nine-to-five with no passion project on the side with nothing to create variety in my life and nothing different to wake up to other than the same thing every single day and to me, that's far more painful. That is absolutely far more painful than the challenge of doing something different in the moment. And there are other examples like the day-to-day things. So within my nine-to-five, often there are tasks that I don't want to do. Like for the life of me, I don't want to do. So for example, if I have a difficult matter and I have to contact a very discreet disgruntled person I often don't want to do that and I I have fear I I start to feel feelings of fear and avoidance um, because I don't want to deal with a difficult person but then if I avoid it the time will pass that person would have waited longer to be contacted eventually I have to do it anyway it's my job I can't palm it off to someone else And so I end up having to contact them. But this time, they're far more impatient. They're far more angry. They've probably spent more time ruminating about the issue. So they have a lot more to say about it. (laughs) Um, And so that's another negative consequence of avoiding when I could just pick up the phone, do it then and sorry, do it then and there and just get it over and done with. And move on with my life instead of avoiding it, letting these emotions of anxiety and dread build up and then having to do the thing anyway. And one last thing that I used to be really guilty of was letting clutter build up in my physical surroundings at home. Like I would block out a couple of hours each weekend to clean when I could just deal with clutter then and there each day, do a little each day and not have to clear so much of my weekend to deal with it. 
Um, but oftentimes I'd avoid it and put it off because I felt, I don't know, maybe cleaning might be boring or it might be tiring or whatever. But you know what's more boring and tiring? Taking time out of your weekend where you should be relaxing and enjoying um, to do something that's a little bit more mundane. <laughs> okay, now on to our fourth new core belief. Pain is your most powerful teacher. And I will repeat that again. Pain is your most powerful teacher. If I look back on my life and I have a proper think and reflection about my biggest life lessons, I'd say most of them truly have come from painful experiences. Okay, it's not easy to come up with examples for this one because a lot of them are very deeply personal. So let's have a little bit of a brainstorm together. Take a moment to think of some of the more painful experiences in your life and reflect on what did you learn about yourself after that experience? What did you learn about other people as a result of that experience? Did any of your relationships improve as a result of a fight or a disagreement or an argument that caused you to come to a compromise or that caused you to have a better understanding of each other? Have a think about the relationships that you've had throughout your life and the people that have been in your life and Think about the ones who have always told you nice things only, like 100% of the time. And think about those other, other people who are good to you and kind to you, but sometimes tell you things constructively for your own betterment. Or they may say something to you or inform you of something that is constructive because they want you to be better. They they want you to do better, but it's not necessarily what you want to hear in the moment. And in my career, for example, I receive feedback quite regularly. And I remember receiving um, feedback to the effect of, be careful with taking on too many things. And it was a huge eye-opener for me because it was like, the nicest way of saying you can't do everything, you know, and <laughs> I was the sort of person that was a bit of a people pleaser and, I, you know, if certain people came to me and were like, can you do this, can you do that, I'd always be like, yep, no problem, yep, I'll do it. But the feedback that I got was you don't have to be the person that says yes to everything and agrees to everything because you're just going to you're just going to um, shoot yourself in the foot by taking on all these things and now you're completing each thing with le to a lesser quality standard. And there are many general lessons that pain teaches us. For example, have you been treated a certain way and now you know for sure how not to treat others? Have you had a certain job that you absolutely hated and now you know what you don't want for your next job. Have you been exposed to certain characteristics or qualities in 
a person or a friend and now you know what to steer away from moving forward. Have you ever felt the regret of handling a situation so badly that now you know how to handle a similar situation next time around? There is a benefit and lesson to essentially all of these experiences. Whether you learn more about yourself, you learn more about the people around you, you learn more about the world that you live in. But you will only know those things, you will only know those lessons if you look for them. If you spend your time focusing on the pain that you felt and nothing else, then that is all that you will feel. And that brings us to our final new core belief, which is pain is a portal which is what I referred to at the beginning of the episode. What I mean by this is the experience of pain is a phenomenon that can launch us forward in a way that's unexpected or maybe even unnatural. I truly believe that the experience of pain can sometimes be a little bit of a cheat code for us in life. If I were to ask you to think about some of the more painful experience that you've had again, have a think of the person that you were before that painful experience. The person that you were entering that painful experience. What knowledge did you have? What wisdom did you have? What strength and resilience did you have? And now if you were to shift forward after that painful experience, have a look at, your, have a look at the person that you were then. I can guarantee you most of the time, you are vastly different from the person that you were prior to that painful experience. And I am by no means denying the effects of suffering. Of course, we will feel damaged. Of course, we will feel hurt. Everything that I've spoken about in this episode is, to not, is not to deny the existence and the feelings of pain. What it is, is to implore you to look on the other side of it. What is on the other side of that pain? If you are in a video game and you are standing at level one, you go through this painful experience, you go through the turbulence of it, the highs and lows, the craziness and the chaos of it, right? But you persisted, you get through it, you, you accept that it will pass, that it, it won't last forever, that it is just temporary. You, you persist through all of that and you end up on the other side, and now you're at level 85, because it's just launched you forward, you've experienced a whole spectrum of emotion, and now you have these experiences and these lessons under your belt, and now you are a lot more wise, you are a lot more knowledgeable, and you are a lot more resilient. Resilience is, sorry, <laughs> resilience is a concept that I feel like is not spoken about enough. Resilience is a superpower and that's what pain gives us. When you accept pain and you, look for, and you look for the utility in it, you end up with a level of resilience that is absolutely unmatched. And when you have that under your belt, you'll start to navigate the world with a little bit of a superpower in your pocket. How beautiful is it to be at the doorstep of a difficult situation or a difficult challenge and being able to say to yourself, I know this is going to be hard. I know this is going to be a challenge for me. I know that this isn't going to be sunshine and rainbows, but 
I know that I'm going to get through it. And I know that once I get through it, I'm going to be better on the other side. How beautiful is it to have that reassurance, have that ability to reassure yourself throughout the highs and lows of life? That whole analogy that I mentioned of launching from level one to level 85, our lives are essentially comprised of pain and pleasure. And conversely, pleasure doesn't have the ability to launch us from level one to level 85 the way that pain does. If you were to look back on some of the most pleasurable experiences in your life, of course, they bring you joy, they bring you happiness, they teach you all sorts of things, they teach you what you do want in life. But ultimately, if we were driven by pleasure 100% of the time, we wouldn't really get far. Have you ever been in a painful situation that's a little bit of a melting pot for you? It's like being in a pot of boiling water and you find yourself grasping at new skills. You find yourself forcing yourself to do something completely outrageous just to get out of it. It's almost like survival. It's almost like when you're drowning and all of a sudden you're harnessing every single skill and ability that you have just to get above the surface. That's what I mean by pain being a portal and pleasure not being a portal. Pain has an effect on us that is completely profound and in many ways I'm still learning to understand and navigate but when I look back at some of the more challenging times that I've had in my life, I have an appreciation for those times that is completely unmatched. I look back on those moments and I thank them. I appreciate them. I know that those moments have shaped me into the person that I am today. And I know, I, I know with 100% certainty that that is the case for you. I know for a fact that you can look at some of those challenging moments those challenges and those hurdles that you've had to overcome and they have shaped you into a person today that is more wise, more knowledgeable, far, far more resilient, ready to take anything on, you're happier, you're satisfied, you're more content, you're stronger because of all of these painful experiences that you've made it through. So that's all the new core beliefs for today and I truly hope that those help you reprogram your words and your thoughts to live a more resilient life, to live a more rewarding life, Re reward yourself for the challenges that you've faced and that you continue to overcome. So just to quickly recap, number one, pain creates contrast to allow for the existence of good. Number two, Pain is a sign that you are outside of your comfort zone. Number three, most suffering actually comes from the avoidance of pain. Number four, pain is your most powerful teacher. And number five, pain is a portal. I hope you enjoyed this episode, my friends. Until next time.